0: it's not that anything that I fault you against, but it is, I can imagine that two virgins getting together would probably be, um, I don't know. It probably has its challenges itself, but it probably could be very freeing. Like it probably feels like a very safe space. Hello, my name is Mrs. Melanin.
1: And I'm Belief Mel.
0: And we're here with episode 94 of How How Married Married Are You?
1: You? Uh, my name Belief, this is Evet, and we've been married nine years. Live in California. We got four kids. Relationships scary, and it's very necessary that we share all love our struggles. And we ask how married are every Tuesday and Thursday, shoddy. If you're listening, you're in the wedding party. Sometimes deep, sometimes lighthearted. I don't know what else to say. So it's time to get it started. Love. It's chocolate baby hey, story hey, time. It's chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby
0: story time.
1: One, two, three, and. It's chocolate Chocolate baby story time! time. All right, who's the chocolate baby story time? I say it on three. One, two, three. Anaya! Anaya. (laughs) (laughs) Your girl is tripping.
0: She is your girl. Oh my goodness.
1: I love her so much.
0: So do I.
1: She's just, she's just, we have a new nanny and naya's been like look let me tell you something i am the one that runs things around here i don't know <laughs> who you think you are i don't know where you came from but what's your name again you know is <laughs> not playing what's that girl's name that girl she's so annoying <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's
0: so like you just
1: ugh. she's just going it's through like a little phase we,
0: yeah and i'm like if we can get through this lord have mercification so my story was going to be about how she's starving herself oh yes so
1: <laughs> she won't anything basically
0: on the table right now and if it if i were any other black mom this probably wouldn't be the story but on the table um you know you present a plate to your children for breakfast right so did that right and i my plan was to like feed her that like girl you don't eat this until you decide like until you're done and then you get other options well, um, our nanny went ahead and just made her lunch, which is fine. Give her another option. Give her a fresh plate of food. Did she eat it? No, she did not eat it. And so it's now dinner time. I just finished cooking dinner and she has her plate, her breakfast and her lunch. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I actually did throw away her um, breakfast at this point, but she's just refusing to eat and she's like, she's hangry. So... Her already three major or three MSing behavior mm-hmm. is now coupled with hunger. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can imagine, it's just been an emotional roller coaster of a day. And I just have to remind myself that I really love this girl. Yeah. But on a brighter note, I've been playing around in her hair and I did her hair and it's cute.
1: Twice you did it, babe. Yeah. I, I mean, I been mean doing I'm doing it, her hair, but, yeah, but right right I've the-
0: been like cornrows. Yeah. You know, like which is new. Yeah, that's new for me.
1: That was an expectation I didn't know I had.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been on me for a while, but I feel I like have her. Not you have you make little sly comments. Little
1: sly comments. You make
0: little undertoned comments.
1: They ain't like your comments, <laughs> babe. You didn't do this side. You forgot this part. There's a patch missing over here. Are you gonna do their kids here anytime soon? Let's just cut it. <laughs> Me saying, babe, you think you could try to... You
0: know what's funny uh, is I'm realizing as you speak, I had that same expectation. My dad would cut my brother's hair. I expected my husband to cut my children's hair, too. Mm -hmm. And you're like a certified barber.
1: (laughs) I ain't certified, (laughs) but I'm something to find. Let's do this.
0: All right, y'all. We're back. Okay, so this is Thursday. I know we're throwing y'all off a little bit, but it's Thursday, so we're just going to i don't know we just put an episode out (laughs) this is ask how married are you Mm -hmm. if you'd like to um let us hear what's going on in your lives you can call us at 760-335-6643 again that's 760-335-6643 or you can email us at howmarriedareyou at com. yeah and
1: don't Um, forget to follow us on instagram at at howmarriedareyou. howmarriedareyou boom All right. Oh, so we uh, so (laughs) the patrons been coming through. Yeah, (laughs) We we got a bunch of patrons, and so um, we always, whenever the patrons hit us up with a request about a, ask ask how married are you, they take precedence over everyone else. Yes. So we do have a
0: our first like someone took advantage of the skip the line. Yeah,
1: they was like, I need my answer. Even though
0: we've been going all crazy in the line. Yeah.
1: (laughs) They just like let me get that collection plate. Boom.
0: Yeah. um yeah so yeah so we have one and we're just gonna go for it right now here we go um what is this okay okay now to my question she said a bunch of stuff and it was really sweet thank you so much but now to my question you guys have mentioned a few times how your sex life at the beginning of your marriage had difficult moments so i guess my question is yvette what do you wish you had known during your time as a single woman What do you wish you had done that would have helped your sex life in marriage? And Glenn, in your opinion, what could she have done? As a Christian woman, I struggle with encouraging women to learn their bodies and not be scared of it instead of waiting till marriage to discover themselves sexually. How do you encourage that positivity without basically encouraging women to masturbate so that they know their bodies by the time they get married? I really hope this makes sense. I would be very interested to hear your opinions. Yeah. So um, I'll start with the first question about what I wish I would have known. I wish I would have known anything,
1: everything, anything.
0: (laughs) Uh, So for me, the way that I was raised, um, my mom didn't really talk to me about sex. And my dad basically like the I remember the conversation clearly. He said, keep your legs closed. Um, And then the church told me, you know, just wait to have married. I mean, wait to have sex until you're married. And that was pretty much the end of it. Like I grew up believing that sex was a bad thing and that if I were to have sex I was gonna get an STD or I was gonna end up pregnant. Um, And so I just refrained from it. I am a very, like I have, I'm already on my own level of hypochondria. (laughs) Like anything, the worst thing could happen. And so Mm -hmm. for me, that was what kept me away from drinking alcohol, from smoking, like doing all kinds of things. I was just like, I'm gonna die. If I even take a sad that is sad or a puff or anything that's sad, I thought that I was going to die, so anyways, with sex, it was basically on the same level, and so I guess what I wish I would have known is I wish that the church and I don't and I don't know if I can say the church, but I wish that I would have had a healthier view of what sex was. I wish I would have known more about how it's meant to be enjoyed and not something that um. Like, and it's not just for procreating, like having children. Um, I wish I would have known how the Lord designed it for pleasure. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish I would have known so many things. (laughs) There's so many things that I didn't know. And I don't know what is appropriate to have known before. Like, I feel like I don't necessarily have a clear perspective as far as what is appropriate, how much exploration of your body you should do prior to marriage at the risk of masturbation? Because is masturbation, and maybe we should have done a little bit more Bible studying before we came on here, but is masturbation equivalent to fornication?
1: No, I don't think it's equivalent to fornication. I think what happens, the reason why masturbation is frowned on, right, is because it requires lusting after someone. You know mm. what I'm saying? And that is the issue. Mm. Now, if you're able <laughs> to do that without lusting, I'm not sure that's, get, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's that's the interesting thing. And that's why I think it's weird. Like the laws now, now, now go with me here.
0: I think we need to get the kids out of there.
1: I don't think they mind if they can hear the kids in the background. Okay. Um. Yeah, so... What was I saying? Masturbation. <laughs> Lust. Yeah. So if you're able to do that without it, I think, you know, that's the real, that's the real question. Now, I do think there is something to be said. I think there's, there's two different things. There's, there's education. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Gosh. Um, Go with me here. This is super controversial. Now. Yeah. Breathe it out. So like, back in like days way before now, like mm-hmm. people got married a lot younger. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So like when like I I don't know, I don't know what, you know, why the rules are the rules, you know what I'm saying? But to be an adult, to be con- a consenting adult, you have to be like 18 or whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? However, like you're able to bear children way before that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think there is um there, There's kind of like this gap in like, like reality. You know what I'm saying? Where it's kind of like, listen, these are the laws. These are the rules. However, like, I, I don't think it's bad to tell someone like, yo, you should know about your body. Like you should discover like why your body moves the way it moves. Why you have these certain um, thoughts during these times. Like what, what, why are these things coming up? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that is very healthy. Mm-hmm. And then what to do with that.
0: Yeah for
1: sure. I think being like a virgin in a marriage, I feel like that is a very like safe place of discovery.
0: What do you mean when you like say like that? if
1: two virgins get married, yes. I feel like that is is a very safe discovery. You know what I mean? Are you frowning because you didn't marry a virgin?
0: No. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, if I'm honest, it would have been nice for you to have been a virgin or someone who just wasn't as experienced or, you know, like, because that's always no, playing I, in the back of my mind. Like, that's totally. something that I can't necessarily escape even 10 years in the marriage, you know? Totally. And so it's not the, anything that I fault uh, you against, but it is, I can imagine that two virgins getting together would probably be... um. I don't know, it probably has its challenges itself, but it probably could be very freeing. Like it probably yeah. feels like a very
1: safe space. Yeah, I mean, especially if someone isn't like contaminated with pornography and things yeah. like that, it makes it easier for people to discover together. Yeah, And I think that is like ideal. Now, I'm sorry. Like I'm very sorry that that, that I stole that. Like I gave that away. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. instead of waiting for you like that's something i don't even think i've ever apologized for um i mean but... even really thought the need to apologize but now i'm realizing like dang like i stole something for you or gave it away like cheaply mm. not, not really I, not really knowing any better but kind of like you know the grown-ups are like yeah you, you should i don't even know if anyone told me yeah but anyway um yeah i don't I regret that, like I really do, mm. um, because there was there's this thing about you where you're like, man, I didn't know anything, and even though I I was very educated on why my body like felt the way I felt and do, like all the all the things, mm-hmm. like there's still you know education, and I feel like you should have known about yourself for sure. Um, and I just think that
0: like y'all have to know that I didn't even know what a condom was until. I was in middle school, and that's it was normal. as a result. Is that normal? I think oh, so. I, okay. Good. Well, then I'm on track. I mean, I was. I knew before, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I
1: think that's pretty fair. Okay. Um, but I do think. Um. I think it. I think it would have been nice for you to kind of understand, like, yo, this is not something to be scared of. This is something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I really feel like there should be a course class or something, and I think there is. We we just don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to do our Googles.
0: So she said, Glenn, in your opinion, what could she have done? Do you have any actionable steps that I could have done?
1: Um, You could have just read some books. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. Um, Just reading and just, like, really being interested for yourself and not, um you know like it was feel like it was happening to you mm. you know what i'm saying which made me yeah. feel gross and
0: that's another thing that i feel like i grew up thinking is that sex was for the man it wasn't necessarily for the woman yeah and i feel like it took years <laughs> into our marriage for me to really understand that it was something that i could like experience pleasure for myself in
1: yeah, and because I'm like a like I'm a I'm a pleaser, so mm-hmm. I like don't want to do it if you're not into it. Yeah, so I'm kind of like, eh, no thanks. You know. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I think that is something that's super interesting. Is that I feel like you know you need to understand that this is for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like a um, like men should work hard to understand you and to know and to be guided by you in this way. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, it's something to look forward to it's not something to fear even though it is a, a, a lot of trust you're giving mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's a transfer of trust there i think i think a better question for me is not so much what women should know, but it's how men can be patient through that like lose like giving like the virginity like stepping into someone who is a with the virgin, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I feel like we should be way more patient. The same
0: like is true f- the the other way around though too, because there are women who end up marrying virgin men.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I um I don't feel like that's what she's asking, but
0: well, she's specifically asking what a woman could have done to prepare. But yeah, no, I understand. But I but,
1: I, but so there's okay, true. Now I can't speak to what women who are more experienced than men should do, but I could say men who are more experienced than women mm-hmm. should be patient. So even when you think you're patient, be more patient than that and then go all the way to the max. Um, because there's, there, depending on like what type of situation, you know, um, your spouse grew up in, then it could be opening up like wounds or like, um, Fears or like legal, like you know what I'm saying, like Le- legalistic, like oh, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like or um, like they don't have a choice. And to me, that feels like you're being taken advantage of.
0: Yeah,
1: if you if I'm having sex with you and you think you have to do it, mm-hmm. that is that's that is very close to like being manipulated,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I mean. And so, for me, when we started to become intimate in that way it made me feel as much in sin as I did before Mm. we even were married Mm -hmm. and I was like you know back in my heyday Mm -hmm. so like it it, I was like mad at God like man this is supposed to be different Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I just was like what the heck Mm -hmm. but I think and I don't know I don't know what I could have done to kind of like hey now You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. So so there are people in this, you know, who may be in a situation where they're not talking about sex and they're avoiding it. So what would you say?
0: So what I would say is. Because
1: there was a turning point for you. Yeah. And I think
0: the turning point was when a girlfriend of mine just was like, hey, girl, I got this book. And then we had some very candid conversations about sex. Do you know
1: that I talked to her husband?
0: Huh? You talked to her husband to tell to her.
1: No, I didn't tell her to say anything. But I talked to her husband. Like, man, this is this is my this is my struggle. Oh. And that's probably what prompted the conversation.
0: Mm, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought it was a natural thing.
1: But- well, <laughs> hey, well, just so you know,
0: let the Lord use you. <laughs> get in the
1: community. Get to get to the yeah. homies.
0: for real though. I think um, being in community and having that openness and talking about those types of things is really important because if it had not been for her we probably would still be struggling in this way you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like i don't know if someone didn't reach out to me and say hey this is what it is yeah and just open my mind and my heart and it couldn't have been glenn y'all like it just (laughs) can't it couldn't have been glenn Mm -hmm. so it we women i mean and you men i'm sure men talk about it but we as women have to look out for each other in this way. Like I think mean, I I don't know if I have shared this story on my podcast before, but I called a couple of women the day after our wedding, the day after we got married, the morning after we got married because we didn't have sex that night. But the morning after we got married, there were a couple of women, including my mother, who I called and I was like, "Well, why hadn't why didn't anybody tell me why why didn't y'all prepare me for this?" Like I feel totally ill-equipped and I feel like the thing that needs to happen mostly is that we need to have an open dialogue about this women like young women in the church young virgins need to be able to have a safe place to go and say hey like tell me about my body or like tell me tell me all the things you know
1: and so older women in the church should be given that information yeah and I or not even in the church just older women in your community should be giving you that information
0: yeah I mean yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Okay. I uh, 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 uh. I mean, like you know, you know. No. No. Don't. <laughs> I mean, okay. If I think about it now, there are women who I knew, who I now know in hindsight that I could have gone to and been like, "Hey, can you just tell me? Like, can you help me? Like, I don't think my. I still don't think my mom is the one. No offense, if you're listening to this, mom, but like, I still." You know, like there are women that you probably have an idea like, hmm, they seem like they might have a healthy whatever life. And if they don't, then hopefully they'll be honest with you and point you in the right direction. But I say that there just needs to be more open dialogue amongst women about what is going on. And maybe you're in a circle where there is open dialogue. Good for you. But for me, that was not the case.
1: Yeah, our wedding night was probably one of the most awkward experiences we've had in our marriage. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, like just kind of like, like me, I just remember the scene. <laughs> the next morning, or no, that night, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sitting, I order room service. I'm like, you hungry? She's like, no. She's like, yes. I ordered cheeseburger, and I I'm sitting there, there eating cheeseburger. Um, you better call somebody, because I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. I'm, I'm impatient. <laughs> you better need to tell, talk to somebody. And, uh, and you're like, I don't know. And we went to sleep. And then we woke up the next morning. I'm like, you need to call somebody.
0: Yeah. <sighs> <sighs>
1: Man, if I could do that night over again, jeez.
0: What would you do differently? Let's talk about it. I
1: wouldn't do anything. I would just hold you. Oh. I would not, like, I don't know why I was so, but I mean, I mean, you guess if, like, I guess if I'm trying to, like, remain abstinent through... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like my prime years, Mm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And I'm like holding on and you're like little flirtatious, very touchy, like curious. And I'm like, man, she's about to give me everything.
0: And I think that's another piece of tidbit of education that women need, especially if you're trying to stay pure and you're in a relationship with someone who else is trying to stay pure. Like, Glenn had to educate me on, like, dude, when you touch me this way... I'm
1: going to get an erection. Yeah. (laughs) Please back up.
0: And as awkward and uncomfortable as it is, it was like... She (laughs) wouldn't stop. But I needed to know that. Like, I needed to understand certain things that I just didn't understand. Like, I didn't even understand the man's anatomy. Yeah. So... I don't know if we answered the question, but I feel like we answered it as much
1: as we could. Yeah, we exhausted that thing.
0: Um, And this next question, I feel like it, I I pulled it out because I felt like it kind of tagged on to that Mm -hmm. question. And I'll read the email. It goes, hello, Glenn and Yvette, you guys podcast give me life. Oh, thanks. I'm so thankful for you and the chocolate babies for putting countless smiles on my face. Keep up the good work. Thanks for reading my email. Here's a little bit of background to my story. I'm a newlywed and my husband and I just celebrated our first year anniversary a few days ago. We decided to save ourselves until marriage. I love my husband very much and he's truly my best friend. We laugh a lot together and really enjoy each other's company. My problem is that in the past year we have been married, I can count the amount of times we have had sex. My husband has a porn addiction that has been going on for at least 10 years. He also battles depression. We have both prayed about it, but he's still struggling. We have decided it would be best for him to see a Christian therapist, so that will be happening in the next couple of weeks. I understand where he's coming from with his struggles and try to be as supportive as I can, but my issue is I feel our sexual relationship is almost non-existent. We went on a weekend getaway to celebrate our anniversary and got to connect sexually. And that was awesome. But after saving myself from marriage, I am ready to thrive sexually, meaning I want to have more sex instead of just saving it for special occasions. And I'm tired of going to bed like we were roommates. I've talked to my husband about the fact that I would like us to have more frequent, uh, more frequent sex life. He listens and acts like things are going to be different, but he doesn't do much about it. When we were still dating, he was all over me, although we didn't do anything before marriage, and he was showing me way more sexual attention compared to now. I feel like it should be the opposite. I'm getting tired of talking to him about it without doing anything about it, and I don't enjoy being the only one willing to pursue intimacy in our marriage. I'm truly sexually frustrated, and I feel like the situation is putting me in a vulnerable position. If another man gave me some sexual attention, I would definitely be caught off guard since my own husband doesn't. I'm a Christian and believe in God's word, but I'm starting to feel like I understand why people cheat sometimes. I obviously feel horrible for even saying that. I don't know what to do anymore. Do you have any advice for me?
1: Man. Whew. Yeah. Okay. You're looking at me. I mean...
0: I feel like this would be more of your thing. Like, for me, I feel like for in my situation, like I, I feel like it's different because he's a male. He's also dealing with, um, porn, mm-hmm. and he's dealing with depression and a couple of other things. Um, for me, it was just I felt like I had a lower sex drive than you, but I feel like what's been really helpful for me is our
1: scheduled sex. I feel like it's just. Well, we do that because we have children.
0: Yeah, but... But
1: even if we we were working, it's still...
0: Yeah, it would still be a necessary... Like, it would still be a helpful tool. And I'm not sure if that's something that um, this couple could do and if it would change anything. But I just feel like making sure it's on the schedule, agreeing to, like, hey, we need to connect this way so many times a week.
1: Yeah, I can tell you that, like, when you, like, struggle with pornography that you have such a like a contaminated view that like even him tell, like explaining what is going on with him could be embarrassing like he him explaining what is happening might be like
0: explaining what is happening and what like
1: like what he's comparing Mm. or what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. could be like strange. Mm-hmm. It could be on some like, yeah, I got a porn addiction, but it could be like BDSM. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that is. Which is like bondage. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Um, Type stuff. Like it could be, you never know what it could be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think. Um,
0: so what What are you saying in that? Are you I'm saying, saying
1: that, that like the, the counseling, the therapy him finding freedom to talk about this is going to be super helpful for them. Mm. Um, I don't know like if he's able to like fully just be like yo this is what I want, this is where I'm struggling this is, you know um, he's just withholding you know what I'm saying because he might have gotten used to what he's seeing, you know what I mean or what he's experiencing on his own Um yeah I, uh, there's a lot going on here because I think that, and like, it's awesome that she like desires him, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like there, there's a lack of patience on her part, you know, um, transitioning into marriage in a sexual way is, is is a big thing. Were they both virgins?
0: Especially, I don't know that they were virgins, but they waited.
1: They waited. Mm-hmm. You said especially what?
0: Um, especially if you weren't having sex before marriage. Like, if you were in a relationship with someone and you guys decided you would wait.
1: Yeah, like, it's very awkward. It's like, okay, now now all of a sudden it's good. Yeah. Like now all of a now sudden. Now we're allowed to have yeah, sex. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, like. And now it's I'm supposed to just, you know, and, like, the enemy, like, really wants to keep you not yeah. having sex.
0: There's a saying that it was, like, before you're married, it's, like, he'll, Satan will do everything he can to get you to have sex. And then after you're married, it's, like, he'll do everything he can to keep you from having sex.
1: Yeah. um, there's, That was in uh, there's a quote from Every Man's Battle, I think. Is it? Yeah. And so it's, like, the enemy is just kind of at work. You know what I mean? And I think that it's... <sighs> it's difficult, you know. I've been in your shoes. You know what I'm saying? And I understand like just having patience and being kind of like, man, like you kind of just kind of get hopeless, you know what I mean? But I just think that your patience is going to have to it's going to have to shine through. I know it's been a year and you're kind of like, yo, we should we should really be thriving right now. But mm-hmm. honestly, like it could take a while, you know. Um there's, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff that he has going on um if he struggled struggled with it for 10 years that could that that could be like a very deep wound mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that um he's trying to cover up and he's trying to like fill and he might need it he he may need it every day like sex every day oh it could be that bad and not, not to say that's bad that's actually it's healthy, you know what I'm saying? Someone's having sex every day. But he he may not know how to ask for that. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to put him like, I'm not saying that he's a, he's a victim, you know what I'm saying? But I am saying that it's way more than just a, oh, he's just horny and just needs, he's just perverted. Nah, like, it's a real mental battle where you're like, yo, I don't, I don't know if, like, like You just can't, you can't really come to terms with explaining yourself. <laughs> and
0: how, how, because I'm just thinking about it from her perspective. And there's probably an element of her that's feeling like, is he even attracted to me? Like, mm-hmm. why am I not enough? Mm-hmm. Like, do I turn him on? Mm-hmm. Like, I desire him. Why can't he desire me back? Like, why is it that porn can do it for him, but I can't?
1: Well, that's what porn does, right? Porn is like, it's like, you know. At the click of a button, you have a whole different personality, a whole different face, a whole different whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's a huge variety there. It's contamination. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's. It, I don't know what it is. I can't explain that to him. Mm-hmm. But for for her or for his situation, but I know that it can be difficult for someone to kind of like. Um, it, it may not. It may not. I I don't know. There's so many different things that could be happening here. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think. There could be a number of reasons why you know he's having this struggle. Um maybe he doesn't feel confident, maybe you know he's he's relied on porn so much that now he this is the way he gets most of his arousal. Um there there's there's some there's something spiritual happening here and I think that that is definitely what you should be waiting on is is loving him through the counseling. Yeah. Um, and but it's awesome that you're even thinking like this and that you're patient and that you're even having these real conversations and in this term at the end where you talk about you understand why people cheat yeah man like totally um you can understand that you know like Mm -hmm. i understand why people cheat i get it you know what i mean like if you're not willing if you're not the type of person to like talk directly or like work things out verbally like i could see you just being like yeah you work too much i'm out of here you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but yeah Mm. Any thoughts there?
0: Yeah, man. Go ahead. I don't know how I feel about that last line about I understand, because I mean, and the truth of the matter is, I have come to understand it as well. (laughs) Hmm. I have come to understand it, and I used to say like I would never, and I and I still would like to think that that's true, but I do understand that like people are, it is possible. It's possible. I mean just
1: think about it like like there is something that you're not getting and someone else is willing to get it for you and that thing seems like everything even though it's not. It's your pain point It's the thing you're not getting mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So, yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, it's 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 how we negotiate other types of deals. You know what I mean? So it's like um you're not willing to do this, like you're not willing to serve me in this place. So, I'm trying to be there, but you're not willing to. So, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to wait. Love is patient. Mm. That's kind of it. Lord, and it sucks sometimes. And mm. true, you know, Indeed. I mean, it. You know, when when the scriptures, uh. uh what is it? First Corinthians, let's, let's 1 Corinthians thirteen. Mm-hmm. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Right.
0: I actually kind of want to read it out loud. Okay. Um. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does this is not. 1 Corinthians 13, thirteen four. Starting at verse four. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away.
1: Well, this is the thing too, right? So we can never fully show love without god mm-hmm. Like we can never be all of that mm-hmm. without god mm-hmm. and god right so god is love so he embodies that mm-hmm. so in essence what we are required to be in moments like this these trying moments is like we have to have the love of god right that agape love right mm-hmm. <sighs> Because, like, if I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, this is an L. What do you mean? No pun intended. Love is patient, right? That's hard. Love is kind. That's kind of easy, depending on your heart. Love does not envy. Eh, well, maybe. Love is, does not boast. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about it. Love is not proud. Okay. I don't struggle with that. Uh, love doesn't dishonor others. That's tough. Because, and I'm just thinking about this young lady situation. Does not dishonor others. You don't understand. Like even her, like having these thoughts is kind of like, man, there's no honor there. Mm -hmm. But he's not honoring her, Mm -hmm. and like, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So he's he's not showing her love, and she's like, this could be, this could be it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not self-seeking, not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs, does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It's not delighting in evil, but rejoices in the truth. So porn is is delighting in evil. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's, um. there's so much here. You know what I mean? And I just feel like right now it's very easy to feel like this in a first year because there is, it's new. Mm -hmm. You know, but I just think that he needs he's been struggling with this since before you guys were even married. So I just think that he needs like a little bit of time transitionally. But I honestly think that. I know that you've been talking about it to him, um, but I, I think you probably need your own form of counseling as well, because. There's something happening with you. Where. Um, you're starting to like kind of distance yourself from your own like beliefs, you know, mm. what do you think?
0: I don't know if she's starting to distance herself from her own beliefs. I just think she's experiencing a deep amount of frustration because she, she, um.
1: But it's, I mean, I, I know this is going to sound real she's tacky.
0: She's go ahead.
1: I know it's going to sound real tacky, but it's it's been a year. It's been one year.
0: Okay. I don't know what that means. Is
1: that is. Do you feel like that's a long time?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> Glenn's like, I dealt with this for six years.
1: I mean, it's people who've dealt with it longer, or yeah. maybe their whole marriage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I think she's being very. She's speaking like. She's, yeah,
0: she's expressing herself, which I think some people don't do. Some people would just be living, all resentful or living and cheating, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So. I'm proud of you for reaching out and asking for advice. I say um, I would just encourage you to continue to try to be patient with this guy um, as he goes through his therapy and I'm I'm proud
1: of him too, man. For eating. yeah,
0: for agreeing to go to therapy. Yeah, movie. it's big. Yeah, and so maybe you guys, maybe him going to therapy will allow you guys to have more open conversations about some of his frustrations or desires and similarly yours. So. I don't know. How married are you, babe? Oh, I'm sorry, did you have another thought? Nope. How married are you, babe?
1: I'm so married that I just finished the mantle. Just finished it. Put it up on the wall. And you asked if we can make another one or buy another one or something. Because from what I understand, the mantle is ashy. I feel like that when I get to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, a carpenter. Mm-hmm. I'm not a builder. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a wannabe. Mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. Part of me makes me feel like it helps me connect with my grandfather because he was a carpenter. Aww. And I want to be in some type of, like he had the skills with his hands and I know mm-hmm. I got skills with my hands. So yeah, I'm like, you do. whoa. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> Speaking of sex, geez. I was not. Take going it easy. there, Lord. And I want to be able to, you know, make something with my hands. But I made a mantle and it looks bad, guys. The mantle looks bad. We so... made
0: a bad mantle. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me some credit. I helped.
1: You did help, eh? But you ain't taking credit for it,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I lost participation at the end of it. Yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, you lost
1: participation, <laughs> and then you just kept critiquing it. And what about this part right here? And so, so you 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 definitely did the inside, but what it looks like is my fault. <laughs> okay, so I say I made it. Okay.
0: I'm just glad we
1: both agree on it. Cause <laughs> That mantle is going to stay up there until we build another mantle. Oh, man. I love you so much. That mantle. <laughs> I try, guys. It looks... You ever see like a really done, well done piece of art and it's like a really nice picture and then you see a child's imitation of it? That's what <laughs> the mantle looks like.
0: The child's imitation?
1: Yeah. And Yvette, Yvette's been watching... Uh, well, we, we got caught watching... Um, what's that fixer upper or something like that uh-huh. with chip and joanna Gaines? Mm-hmm. so she was like look babe we could be that and i'm like who do you think you are i was just kidding she just be talking I man and it'd be that ir- that. it triggers me and i'm like excuse me mm-hmm. i rap <laughs> if you want you want me to build some i build these bars i'm not building <laughs> <laughs> i'm not building you a house i can't do that
0: uh... but
1: i will work at it so she said that you know she was like can we get another one or whatever and i said we'll we'll try again and we spent like a lot of money on that daggone thing. We ain't had no, we didn't, guys. I didn't pre-stain it, so I just poured the stain on there, and I was like, what? "So
0: that's why he, why he said what he said. It looks ashy. It, it looks, looks dry." And
1: then I put the, I put the top coat on there, and it looked worse. And I'm like, something is not right. <laughs> so anyway, how yeah. married are you, babe?
0: I'm so married. The other day, I went and picked myself up some. Um, chipotle and i didn't even ask you and i got you a bowl yourself i know we've had a chipotle a couple of times so you're probably trying to think about which time but do you I remember know the Chim- time? Yeah. Okay, yeah yeah i was on my way home and i was like you know i know what he wants so i'm gonna get it thank you babe you're welcome babe and, and that's just how married we are, are.